0: What's up, y'all? It's keeping it real with Miss breakup. Today, well, this tonight, because the day is almost over. Well, tonight I want to talk about how a helping hand can't help. And it's because I sit to myself and I always say, no matter how bad, you want to help others you truly can't heal them because your help isn't to heal some people need guidance in life to be guided through their pain their trauma whatever it is that's holding them back from their true self a lot of it comes from experiencing every emotion on your own type of thing like you can help a person but you can't heal a person there's too many of us that think we're healers just because we're supportive we are emotionally attached to them and they know this it doesn't mean that we can heal them people have to go through things on their own People have to experience every emotion to get over the emotion. Every roller coaster has a beginning and an end. And some people, well, most people have to do those things on their own. No matter what. And I mean through every emotion, like, I was... Having a conversation with someone today about how some people just have negative energy and, you know, they have really nothing nice to say about anything. And they were saying, like, you know, I try to influence positivity and allow them to see my point of view and how they can look at things differently and so on and so forth to realize that your words. And your support cannot heal or change that person at all. It's just impossible. Like, people really have to go through things on their own. Because, despite the simple help, even a therapist can tell y'all I can listen to you, I can give you some advice some guidance, some insight on what they see and how they are observing certain things. But your therapist can't make you change. Your therapist can't tell you, oh, do this, you need to do that. That's not how it works. It works in both worlds, y'all. Whether you're getting mental help, or whether you're getting physical help, you have to want it just as bad to make the change for yourself. And helpers, big heart people, big hearted people, and I speak for myself, we need to put ourselves first before we intervene in somebody else's drama. Like, we got to take care of us before we can go taking care of other people. And we got to understand that us taking care of other people doesn't mean investing all of our energy into them so that they could quote-unquote heal. There's no such thing. We can be a helping hand to anyone. But we cannot force someone to change. We can't even heal people No matter how we talk to them, no matter how much we support them, it it doesn't matter, y'all. Like, it's just not going to work. And a lot of times, some people have more empathy than they do sympathy. Being empathetic is okay, but sometimes being too empathetic can the Hurt the relationship between you and the person. You can never walk in someone else's shoes. You walk in your own. You cannot say you understand a person's pain. Because your pain is completely different from theirs. Big hearted people have to understand. No matter how hard you try to show your love. And show your support to someone close to you you have to stay in your place as a supporter you're not a healer you're not even a helper because a helper aids people or things to improve so you cannot help but you can support and most of us you know it hits hard when it comes to to the home and family partners You want to do everything for them. You want to hold down the fort. But they got to hold down their own fort. Because you living in your own fucking fort. That's like... You, uh... This is a great analogy. Say there is two of y'all on a bike. And I use a bike because... If I were to say a car, you can change a car tire. Because there's always a spare but when you're bike riding there's no there's no tire you're carrying unless you got some fancy ass bike i don't know about but you and your friend y'all are riding a bike or uh you and your sibling are riding bikes together all of a sudden your sibling's bike goes flat and y'all are 2 miles away from the gas station but your sibling is like I need to figure out how to change this, how to change this. And you're trying to help them. But they're still stuck on the simple fact that I got to change this tire. But yet you don't have the tools to do it. And you don't have a a tire to change. Now, with that being said, you so stuck on helping them realize like, yo, there's a there's a gas station down the street. There's a gas station down the street. And they're still stuck on changing a tire, and it don't matter if you ride down to the gas station and get the tire and the tools, and you bring it to them. it doesn't necessarily mean that they're gonna fix it because they don't gone on through a whole wave of emotions where they're so stuck on the simple fact that they got a flat tire that they can't change, and they're so upset about it. It's just like that. you can't change somebody's mindset; you can't jump in someone's body and say you need to not feel this way let me let me give me give you some of my feelings no people go through things that they got to deal with on their own at the end of the day it don't matter how supportive you are or how dedicated you are as a friend as a partner and i say friend first because every relationship you build a friendship And it don't matter, it's not going to click. People have to experience things on their own. My favorite quote of Nipsey Hussle, he had to go through every emotion to be where he was today, when he was living, to gain his success. He had to go through the ups and downs to understand that these mistakes, these these failures are lessons. Lessons to showing you how you can do better in the next and the next coming. Shit happens for a reason. I'm a true believer on that. I believe that we have to go through certain things to be better as people. My traveling across the country allowed me to always keep my motherfucking guard up. (laughs) Your girl went through so much shit with a friend who I thought was a friend. But I realized that I was mistaking myself and, and, and putting lies on my, on my vision to hide the simple fact of the, from the, from the true colors that were being presented. I kept making an excuse for them for treating me like shit. (laughs) I like, damn, I got a big heart. So I, I got a big understanding heart that I'm tricking my damn self. I'm not even helping me. I fucking see this snake. And I see it shedding skin. And I'm like, damn. Something's wrong. Like, you know, maybe something's going on. Like, maybe I need to address it this way. Or I shouldn't have to change myself to fit someone's liking. That's one. You should be able to accept me for who I am. And if I do disrespect you, address me respectfully so that we can come to an understanding of one another. But I said to myself, I'm tired of telling myself that maybe it's not true. Nah, my intuition is speaking so loudly to me, it's telling me it's true and to ign- ignore this color. And that this color is going to fall through the cracks of the domino effect. And I ain't going to see nothing but red flags. So I got to keep my guard up. It's not that I can't trust people. I'm learning that I got to trust people for who they are and what they show me and move on. I'm not going to sit here and try to trick my mind into thinking that... Oh, they're not like this for real. Maybe they're going through something. Shit, I'm going through something too and I don't treat motherfuckers like that. I'm not rude and off the wall and being disrespectful and negative, nah. I wanna be able to express myself in a polite way because I know everybody goes through their own shit. And I had to go through my my problems and situation when I actually spent time alone. I know somebody in my family that was dealing with some problems. And I knew I shouldn't have trusted this person in this sense because I was already seeing the true colors. But I took a risk. And taking a risk, there's always a consequence. I've learned that. I've accepted that. I don't think that I've made any mistakes in my life. I've learned from all my lessons. And come to find out, long story short, this person is just miserable, going through a lot. But it's not okay for them to be treating folks a certain way and all this other stuff. I, it's not my place to say to this person, maybe you should change. Maybe you should dress people differently. Maybe you should... Be more respectful when you talk. Because, I mean, how I talk on here is how I talk just because this is me being me and being real. I know how to speak professionally, but I choose not to because I'm keeping it real with y'all. I'm not trying to hide or sugarcoat nothing. Yeah, I make mistakes. I'm learning. But it was just so interesting how you learn after a while that most people hate to hear the truth. Most people can't handle the truth. Sometimes you need to let people sit in their own shit until they're ready to clean themselves up. It takes a lot of power out of you when you are the helper. Trying to heal something that is not healable because it has to heal on its own. Things repair on its own because nature has its own calling. It's not their time to heal. They're still healing. They still have to go and face the things that they're fearing or face the things that's preventing them from growing or moving past whatever it is that they're dealing with. They got to deal with it on their own. I had to tell a friend of mine, like, yo, let them deal with that shit on their own. If they don't want to hear how you complaining about, you know, they mans then and how they treat them they have to see it for themselves eventually she'll come around and say you was right crying and upset but at least she knows that you cared after the fact some people don't see things by the way because they're still in denial of what's happening being in denial is such a A a bad poison to the brain because it just it prevents you from seeing a lot of things it blindsides you eventually you'll you'll start creating this tunnel vision where you can only see so much and only see so far because you've created this space to ignore the signs man I will never ignore the signs of my life when it's given and brought to me because I've learned from it. I've learned from my intuition. I've learned from knowing what things feel like based off of my experiences. I've learned being a big hearted, understanding person. I have to always keep my guard up regardless if I am understanding. And I have to make sure that my intuition does not confuse with my heart. Because that happens sometimes. I mean, we're human. Your love can always... Love is so powerful, just as much as hate. But love is so much stronger. So when you have love for something, or when you love someone, and you want to help them, You know, your love gets in the way of your intuition. That whole, oh, my mind is telling me this, but my body. But it's really, your mind is lost in situations like that. Your heart is speaking so loud to you, where it's blocking the waves and the energy to your intuition. That happens. How do you snap out of it? You just got to sit alone and think without their presence. If someone is someone's present in the room and you're trying to see differently, you just can't. Sometimes you got to have situations to hash it out. And then on your alone time and your peace and you're peaceful and you're at peace. You think about that and you say, you know what? I realized this, that and the third. That normally be me sometimes. I'm, I try to listen more than I try to speak. A person can tell you so much. And sometimes people just want you to just listen. Not a lot of people go to folks and wanting advice or wanting to talk about things that they're dealing with. To have feedback. And I tell people off the back, like, if you're going to come to me and you're going to vent, please let me know where I stand in this situation. Am I the listener or am I giving some type of advice in this situation? And I ask myself, too, like, when I do interact with certain people and they're honest about what they want out of me as far as whatever it is that they're dealing with I respect their wishes I'm not gonna say nothing if they don't want me to say nothing but most people that's what they want they just want a listening ear everybody got to go through everything on their own it don't matter how many times you explain things it don't matter how many times you give advice to people to change or to oh this is what you should do this is what you can do you cannot help a person heal you can only support give advice but you can't force somebody to change when they're not truly ready they're still vulnerable they still are going through a lot they still got open wounds that haven't yet created any scabs and people have to learn that when you're dealing with anyone who's going through anything In their life, you have to be on listening mode. Because it really doesn't matter about what your response is because they're not ready to hear any feedback on what they're dealing with because it's so fresh. And there's no time on how long it takes a person to heal or come to their true senses to being better. There's no time. People heal on their own time. People change on their own terms. You can't force nothing out of anybody. You can be supportive. You can say I'm here to listen. But you can't boss people around and say you need to stop doing this and you need to stop doing that. You got to not be demanding having conversations with folks. You got to be able to have an understanding and you don't need to meet anybody halfway. You just need to be there. Some people just need pe- people to be there to listen. I remember coming up on a on a live and this man had asked, what could he do? to find himself again because he said he didn't think that the advice that was given was clear enough for him to practice and I just said to myself listening to him like you you know the person addressed the situation appropriately you know you have to change on your own you have to find what makes you happy. Happiness is is, is within. People can't teach you happiness. Happiness crawls out of you. And I hate to say it that way, but that's really what it is because sometimes it almost feels like it's hard for people to be happy nowadays. So it's crawling out of you because you don't know what true happiness is to yourself. But you know, she said that and I said to myself, like, I need to get on this. I need to come back up on here and say something real because, you know, she pointed out a lot of things. But I had to say, like, it takes you to know yourself. We can't hop in your body. We can't analyze your brain. We can't tell you how you feel. You know that for yourself. You walk in your own shoes every day. You got to look at yourself in the mirror. I don't. The things that you're saying may not be clear because no one truly says the full story behind their their problems because of the fear of hearing the truth. So if you're lost and you're listening to me right now, just know that you will find peace. As long as you keep trying to find peace for you. You can go on walks. You can eat healthy. You can sleep early. You can do this. You can paint. You can write. You can do that. You can write all your thoughts. You can write your pros and your cons. You can plan shit out. You can clean up the house from head to toe. Well, that don't make sense. But you know, you can clean the house from the floor up. It doesn't matter how how productive you create your mind you have to find it for you but while you're finding those things for your true self make sure you're spending time alone so that you can understand yourself and make sure you don't lose yourself in a process by distracting yourself too much where you are no longer connecting to yourself to heal it's a process it will work you just have to trust it anything that you're experiencing or going through in your universe it will get better it's meant to make you stronger it's meant to show you lessons it's meant to expose you to different things that you may have thought were impossible I've said to myself, I've made the fucking impossibles possible, y'all. I done been through some shit, you know. I I've been through a lot. But I am so proud of where I am today and how far I've come. Because I wish a motherfucker would say something about me. Cause your girl don't care. I did a lot of sacrificing. I've taken a lot, I've taken a lot of risk. I've turned down opportunities and gained so much more blessings for the simple fact that I had to do what I had to do because I was, one, ready when I had to do it. And there were some times I wasn't ready, but I had to take a risk. I had to know what it felt like to fail and know that my failures became lessons. And out of my lessons, I've learned so much and gain so much and it's just you know being understanding to the point i gotta understand my damn self before i can go understand that folks and they problems i can be a helping hand but i also know that i can't heal i can help you up but i can't tell you how to feel I can't tell you how to heal yourself. You gotta figure it out for you. And as time goes on, sooner or later you'll realize that there are a lot more things that you still don't know about yourself that you still gotta learn. A lot of people always say, make excuses to, oh, I got a therapist or, Oh, I don't have a drinking problem, or I'm not mean, people just don't like me, or so-and-so, etc. And they just don't realize that they're telling you what is wrong, but also telling you that they haven't accepted the fact that they are wrong. There's some people that don't even know anything about themselves because they yet don't look at themselves in a the mirror. They see themselves in a the mirror. They they know they look good, but they're not looking in the eyes. And they're not looking at their eyes in the mirror. They're not looking at what's held inside and behind those eyes. When people don't look at you in the eye, man I had so many conversations with people and I remember this is different sorry to get off topic but when I was in um when I was working and we had professional development day uh, my boss he was talking about certain regulation excuse me regulations and changes and you know the expectation of working and blah 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 and while he was talking tell me why I was the only person in that room looking at his eyes as he was speaking. He was looking around the room while he was talking, and it was almost as if everyone in the room but me felt guilty about whatever it is that he was speaking about. And I appreciate him addressing me and saying, you know, thank you, Miss Breaker, for giving me eye contact. I really truly appreciate you looking at me as I'm addressing this situation this matter this manner and i said of course you know you have something important to say like you know i mean if i'm not looking at you then i'm guilty and if i'm not guilty of anything what is there to hide my eyes aren't hiding anything so i can look at you and with that being said the eyes speak so loud when people don't look at you y'all and you having a serious ass conversation with people. When they don't look you in the eyes. That's a problem. That's an automatic problem. I've learned that people who don't look me in the eye when we're having a serious conversation. They're not ready to have this conversation and it's pointless. If you can't look me in the eyes and have a serious conversation about whatever it is that we're talking about. On a level of this is something we need to talk about, I can't I can't talk to you. Because you're too ashamed to look at me to listen to me. So if you're not looking at me to listen, I, pe- I I I'm I that's a pet peeve of mine, y'all. I'ma just put it out there. If you don't look at me when I'm talking to you, I'm not talking to you. I ain't got shit to say to you. Because just as important as it is for me to look at you when you speak. I don't expect it, but I I, I wish you would respect me enough to look me in my eyes while I'm addressing you. Because it don't take much to look somebody in the eyes, y'all. Some people, I mean, I might be putting things in perspective, but I mean, I'm keeping it real. Most people do not look you in the eye when they're speaking. And it is guilt, is disbelief. Damn. But um, you know we go through so much, and we forget ourselves in the process of just going through whatever it is that we're going through. I realized for myself that. I had to learn things the hard way, and I've accepted it, and I had to learn that no one couldn't help me but myself. My demons that I was fighting was within. I was fighting me. I was trying so hard to escape this whole, this this, this not fantasy, but my reality that I created a fantasy of feeling trapped, feeling like I couldn't leave, feeling like I couldn't move, feeling like somebody had a gun to my head, but really didn't. I was the one pointing it at myself and couldn't understand why until I realized that I had to make a change for me. I had to sit myself down and say, "Yo." we need to do something a little better we gotta find what happiness means i started painting again painting is so so therapeutic for me it forces me to focus on the details and the the pattern and the. it just it helps my brain focus on things other than the thoughts that race through my head And the pandemic the pandemic was probably the best thing that has ever happened for me personally i can't speak for others but if you agree i would love for you to come up here and explain how the pandemic has helped you through your healing process or help you reconnect with yourself again because after dealing with the pandemic y'all when i tell you i said wow I didn't know how much happiness was held inside of me. I didn't realize how the small things mean so much more to me than the big things. I didn't realize how valuable mental health was in the community being black. It took a lot out of me to realize too, like, we don't really focus on the mental the mental health of the the black community or black women black men black children the black youth we don't focus enough we don't have enough support for our children of color i remember being in school one of my friends was getting his ass beat and he was white and they kept him in the house because as long as he was eating and he was fed, nothing to say. But the one time one of my friends, um, one of my black friends, their dad popped their eyes real good. They called the social services. They got home visitations. They're so quick to pull a child out of the home, but they don't understand the culture enough to say what's what? This just this world is something else man but you can't help somebody heal everybody heals on their own terms Happiness is temporary too. Just like love and anger and hate. Those feelings are temporary. It's the enjoyment of knowing how long that temporary high will last because that's really what it is. But we're human and we have to acknowledge the simple fact that when something is wrong with us, we got to come to an understanding with ourselves. We can't force other people to understand us when we're not truly being honest. We tell people what they want to hear because we want to be told the complete opposite of the truth. And it sucks But that's our society this is what we go through this is how we live and some days i feel like you know growing up into that household of family members saying that i'm a child and my i don't know what it feels like to this and that and the third and realizing how generations generate generate the the curses, turning them into into traditions that's another podcast for another day. just passing shit down and not realizing it, and the mind is not even conscious of what's going on because it's so poisoned and brainwashed people don't actually reflect on themselves and their actions. And that's why I still, I feel, not to disrespect anyone's religion, but I feel like people that go to church more than once out of the week are hypocritical because it don't matter how many times you go to church if your actions and words aren't speaking positively, you're, how do you expect your sins to be forgiven? I don't care what nobody say. Church people are the worst people. And I'm not saying church people as people who go to church every Sunday. No, I'm talking about people that go to church more than Sunday. You going three, four times out of the week but you still sour and miserable and negative and judgmental. I thought your God is supposed to only, is not supposed to judge, is supposed to love all and every and forgives people who sin. If God can forgive, why don't you forgive? That's the real question. But it's just, you know? The way society is, just corruption after the next and the next. We can get on religion, Christianity. I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to offend anybody, but if you know your history, you know. But it's one of those situations where I don't really like having a conversation about religion, you know, but I just had to put that out there. People don't look and reflect on themselves to know how they can help themselves become better. Folks are so quick to point the the finger at others instead of turning the finger to a mirror and saying, I need to look deeper into myself. I need to look deeper into my feelings and emotions. And while thinking and looking deeper into myself, I need to separate my emotions from my understanding and think logically of my surroundings through my actions. Because that's the only way. you got to be able to sit down and say, yo, I need to do better. Not your friends. Not. A family member. A cousin. No, nobody shouldn't be telling you. You need a change because you. No, 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 no. No, no. You shouldn't have to wait for folks to tell you. You need a change. Your ass better acknowledge the simple fact. That you got something going on. Mentally. And you need to get it together. Because Emotionally. It's not going to help you if you continue to point the finger at other folks instead of sitting down with yourself and looking in the mirror and saying, what do I see? How can I change to be a better version of me? I'm not changing for nobody else but myself. Because at the end of the day, I have to walk in my shoes. I have to represent me. And if you care enough about your reputation, you would make a difference for yourself. Reputation is so important to me because it's how people see you. A lot of people don't really know me. And I say that to say my like my family, cause they really don't. They get so many versions of me that they don't know who I am because they they can't be themselves type of thing. They don't know me because they don't even know themselves to know that it's okay to be you. That there we go, it's coming at it. They don't know me enough to know that it's okay to act the way that you act. It's okay to pursue your dreams. It's okay to pursue your talents. It's okay to be talented. It's okay to be smart. It's okay to go to school. I can only speak from my mom's side. I can't speak too much from my dad's. But that's the story. My family members don't know me enough to know that it's O-fucking-K to be yourself, to not have to fit into a society that they were trying to fit in that wasn't built for them, but yet they still forced themselves to fit into it. And it just makes me think, I know this is different side note, I'm getting off track, but it makes me think, black people so damn nice in this country, yeah, we fought, we fought, we fought. But most of us didn't fight because there were selective leaders, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. There were certain leaders that led black people to believe in the hope and to see the faith that we have in our community and what we can do. Protesting came from us. Yeah, we were doing things on a low on a sly, but they weren't great leaders like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Yeah, Malcolm X, I like his, Martin Luther King and Mal- Malcolm X, they both, all right. And I say it like that because Martin Luther King wanted us to integrate. And Malcolm X wanted us to continue to separate and build our own community i'll condone the whole situation of kill all the white folks like they killed us that mm, not necessary but building our own empire and our own community speaks more positively through the community but it's just interesting how i feel like we don't we didn't try hard enough to be smart like those because of the fear of you know, what's being implemented. Oh, you speak, you die. Oh, you share things, that's it. In the world that we live in, there's no such thing as free speech because you can get caught up in your own shit. And I used to say to myself, like, this is so sad. That yet we have our freedom. But our freedom is very rigged. But like I said, it goes back to true self, experiencing the simple fact that you don't have to be so strong all the time, (laughs) understanding the simple fact that you don't have to rely on someone else to, you know, boost your ego or give you confidence. You gotta be able to find all of that within, through your own journey, through your own phases of getting to know yourself more. And it's just one of those situations where we go through so many different problems and we don't realize what we're going through in the moment. Because we're so distracted from, ourselves, and we're so disconnected, it's hard for us to grasp our own feelings and emotions because we just ignore them. I learned so much dealing with folks, man. It only takes me one time to learn. And I've learned so much when it comes to helping people, that my help isn't always the need that they want. But my help is to just listen. Listen to what they're saying without voicing any advice, but voicing encouragement. And I do change the subject when they get a little too negative because I don't want them to drown and spiral through negativity. If I don't uplift them from their negativity, I'm not doing anything but hurting them because I'm agreeing with them. I can agree that what you're going through, yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, you have every right to feel the way that you feel. But you should channel things into a a positive light. What can you do differently to make yourself feel better? Let's go out. Let's go for a walk. Let's go have a drink. Know your limit. Know what you can take. But with that being said, y'all, it don't matter how big your heart is, how understanding you are, how loving you can be and supportive you cannot change, nor can you heal a person through their healing process. They have to face their own reality on their own terms and on their own time. But you can be there to support and listen, because truly and honestly, that's all people want. They just want people to listen to them. And then, yeah, 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 there are some people that are out here that want people to listen to them and be their yes man. But don't be the yes man to someone that's expecting a yes out of you. Switch it up and be neutral. Where you're not picking their side, nor you're against their side, but you're listening and you hear them very clear. But that's all I really want to share with y'all. I'm about to hit the sheets. Call it a night. One love. Y'all stay blessed. Y'all have a good night. Tomorrow's a new day. A new beginning. Every day's a new day. Remember that every day's a new day. But, um, one love, y'all. Stay blessed.